Nick Nisi, how the hell are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> Good. What is this stuff on the table here? <laughs> I brought some Soylent today. <laughs> what the hell is Soylent? <laughs> uh, Soylent is a it's supposed to be a complete uh, meal replacement. Yeah. Um, in powder form. Yeah, you yeah. Mix with you mix with a bottle of oil and uh, and water, and then consume. So this is like so in the Matrix, right? Yeah. When they don't have real food because he wakes up and he's he's been living a life that's been a lie the whole time, and he, they wake up and all they have to eat is like this porridgey goop. Yep. Right. And uh, is is this a porridgey goop? What is this? <laughs> sort of. Yeah. It's is pr- it pretty much? Um, no, it tastes it. Uh, I mean, if you mix it right, it's not very chunky like it, like the Matrix, I guess. <laughs> How do you, so they they ship you this powder here. So what what he's got in front of me is a, a big white bag. Um, so this is all dehydrated. Yep. And <laughs> so this this bag arrives, and you mix this with water, and then this this little oil. He's got a little travel shampoo sized bottle of oil. Oh, canola oil. It says. Interesting. So how do you how do you make this that like? You, you make it for the day or what? Yeah. So it came, the first package, I guess, of it came with this airtight, um, pour. Thermosy jug? Yeah. Kind jug of jug to mix it in. Yeah. And so you pour the entire bag of soylent into here. <laughs> yeah. Then fill it with water and then you just shake it for 30 seconds. Yeah. And. Then it like by the time the powder mixes into it, the water is only about up to there. So then I fill it back up with water and mix in the oil blend, and then I shake it again for thirty seconds. Yeah. And uh, then I put it in the refrigerator because it kind of tastes <laughs> weird, cold, or, tastes weird warm. So what Nick's holding there and shaking is a is a large uh, tube, like a big thermos that's see through, and then inside is this brown goop liquid. I mean, it looks really watery. It doesn't look porridgey at all. It's like really liquidy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> the website says, I'm on Soylent.me. It says, what if you never had to worry about food again? <laughs> so why, what do you mean, what if I never had to worry? Why would I worry about food? What is the, what's the idea here? To me, the reason I got it was I'm a pretty plain eater, and it's supposed to be everything that you need, all the nutrients completely in one place. And then I don't have to waste time making anything or worrying about eating bad. Um, hasn't really worked out that way. <laughs> Has it not? <laughs> <laughs> As I haven't, like, switched 100% to Soylent or anything. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it's nice if I have to quickly, if, I, if I'm hungry and don't have time to eat because I want to get something done or something, I can quickly just mix this up, um, either a single... A single serving or mix up a bottle and then pour some and uh, eat it. And it fills you up right away. So that's nice. So the first, I think, the first exposure I ever had to Soylent is there. there's a movie called Soylent Green. And the whole movie goes on and on and on about people are loving this substance. And then at the end, the kill, spoiler alert, the end, at the end it turns out that Soylent Green is made of people. And so this movie from the 1970s or whenever it was, this guy is running around, soil and green is made of people, right? <laughs> now, this is an actual product they're actually selling right now called Soylent. Is it a play on that it could thing be. or is it a totally different? It could be. I uh, don't know. It could also be um, maybe it contains soy in it and it could be a play on that too. Oh, is it soybean based? I don't know. Is there soybeans in there? 
Soylent powder. Let me check uh, the release notes. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second time I was ever exposed to Soylent was uh, I was watching an interview on, I don't even remember what it was, some late night talk show or something. And the original, the guy who invented this stuff uh, was being interviewed and whoever it was said, uh, so what were you thinking? And the guy's like, well, you know, every day I'd be programming computers and then I'd have to stop and I'd have to like eat food. And that was such a pain in the ass. That was such a waste of time. And so I invented, <laughs> I invented a substance where I could just sit there at my desk and drink it in no time flat. And it has all the nutrition that you, your body needs. And he's like, all the nutrition your body needs? What do you mean? And he's like, you can do full uh, replacement. And the only food you need in your entire life is this mixture of brown goop. <laughs> and, you know, he's, he's incredulous. The interviewer is like, what do you, don't you enjoy food? Don't you? So let me ask you, Nick, because you own this now. Do you not enjoy food? Is, is not nearly as much as other people, I suppose. I like finding food that is pretty plain and simple and that I like, and I never try anything again. Oh, really? <laughs> so you're not a foodie then? No. You're not, you're, you don't cook at home? You no. don't? And it drives my wife crazy because she is, she loves trying new food and, I like trying new beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of restaurants have a variety of beer. Yeah. Right? So you can get the mac and cheese or whatever. And, exactly. Yeah. Um, not ashamed to order from the kids' meal. <laughs> so this guy, on in this interview, had fully replaced his diet, I think, or 80% or something, had replaced his diet, and all he eats, the only thing he eats his whole life, is he drinks these shake things. Is that it? Was that the founder, or do you know that story? Or? Yeah, I think so. I think actually on their website they have uh, him talking about it. Is it this buff Asian guy on Soylent.me that no, I'm staring I don't think at? That's him. Oh, it's not this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, maybe it's not there. But I did watch the same thing or similar thing to what you were describing, and uh, yeah, he's replaced everything. That's all he eats, right? Pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So. Your experience was you decided to give this a try, yep. right? And then you went to Soylent.me, I assume, and you signed up. Yeah. But you couldn't get it immediately? What, what happened? Yeah, so I ordered it in July of 2014. And uh, I was told, I think, six to eight weeks shipping uh, before I get my first shipment of it. Yeah. And I had signed up for the subscription, which recurs every month to give you new, to give you an updated in my case, two-week supply of it. Um, I signed up for that because it came with the this, then. The thermos, even. The thermos thing, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's an audio podcast. We yes. Have to <laughs> I can't just point at things. Uh, <laughs> well, you did touch it, but. <laughs> <laughs> so it came with that, and then, like, there's no commitment. I can cancel at any time. So I got that and tried it, and I've gotten two shipments uh, so far. And... Um, but yeah, I did not actually receive them six to eight weeks later. I received them in December, so six months later, about six months later. Oh, so they they told they told you up front, hey, it's going to take a while, yeah. but not six months a while. They didn't tell you it was going to. I mean, be six they months? kept updating. Like, oh, oh, they it's did. Gonna be longer, <laughs> it's going to be longer. It's going to be longer. Oh, every week they yeah. would say six to eight weeks. <laughs> yeah, nice. Huh. So what? So when you when you sign up. You like throttle your, you tell them like what, because it's all based on calories, right? It's yep. just based on, hey, I'm this tall, this big, whatever, my target calorie intake is X, and therefore I need X calories. Like this is a 2,000 calorie bag? Yep. Yeah? I think that's the only size that it comes in. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. okay. But you can, so the two-week supply or whatever is based on a 2,000 calorie a day diet. 
but you can modify that, and the release notes actually have information on how you can how you can figure out what is right for you. Oh, sure. And everything. So it may maybe a little more, maybe a little less of a. Oh, and you can order support. as many bags as you want. Like yeah. if I want two bags a month, great. If I want forty bags a month, great. Yeah. They're happy to. Oh, I see. Okay. And once you are actually getting it, so it took you six months to start getting it. Yep. But once you did start getting it, then they figured out the problems, or they're still having problems. So I think I think like if if you were to sign up right. for it, yeah. uh, not having received it yet, you would probably be on a several month waiting list. And then once you get into the pipeline, then they will ship it to you every month. So once now that you've started, mm-hmm. have you gotten it every time you wanted it? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. I, the last time, I mean, I've only gotten two shipments, and the last one. I did get an email that it was going to be delayed eight days because they had a problem getting an ingredient for it. Um, your your whole month's supply was yeah. delayed eight days? Mm-hmm. But so I, that's not too bad. Yeah. I don't think – I didn't even really notice. I still have – this <laughs> This bag is me opening the second week. So now I have a full three weeks supply <laughs> sitting at home. I'm familiar with that concept because I've been on every diet on the planet. Yeah. And one of them is Nutrisystem. I don't know if you've ever done that one. I haven't. So I think my dad has. Though. Oh yeah. Okay. So have you seen his box of Nutrisystem? Yeah. So what what happens is once a month, you, I think it was once a month, you just get a huge box of mostly dehydrated stuff, right? And there's like a thousand meals in there or whatever. Yeah. And they're all individually packetized. But you quickly realize what you like and don't like, and you go on the website and you try to adjust, you know, the whatever. Uh, so that you don't get the stuff that you hate, you know, but by then it's too late and you have several of them and whatever. And so everyone I know who's been on it ends up with a stockpile like you're, uh, you know, saving for the zombie apocalypse of food yeah. <laughs> in their basement, <laughs> dehydrated Nutrisystem. So I, I'm familiar with the concept of, oh, hey, this is not – how long does it keep, these bags? You don't have to refrigerate the bag? Nope. Okay. Um, the bags are fine, I believe – I think it was two years, maybe five years. Oh, nice. I think two years um, that the bags are good for. Oh, so if I'm a doomsday prepper, yeah, I could stockpile this stuff in a two-year cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah. It tastes I, – I don't think it tastes bad, yeah. honestly. I think that as part of this, we, we should do a live tasting Let's where, <laughs> where you taste it. Sure, yeah. Um, but once you, once you actually pour the Soylent into water, yeah. it's good for two days. And so you have to drink, drink this whole jug. Yeah, refrigerate it and then drink this whole jug within two days. This, don't worry, I made this this morning, so it's, it's fresh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this isn't last month's. So it's, I wonder why it goes bad. Like when it's dry, it doesn't go bad, but huh, something about once it has moisture, the bacteria will start growing. Possibly, or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. So that's a pretty solid jug that they sent you, right? Yep. That's a high quality. It's not really a thermos. It looks like it doesn't. There's no vacuum layer or anything. So, <laughs> all right. He is pouring a delicious brown goo. It looks like kind of like a a, a brown rum chata. <laughs> yeah. Is it alcoholic? It is not. Uh, yeah. What do you think of the smell? Uh, what do I think of them? Huh. I, I described the taste or the texture, I guess, as being chalky. So I'm, I'm going to be curious to hear what your opinion is on that. Yeah. So what um, the interview I watched was talking about having a very neutral palate because if it was vanilla flavor, I assumed it would be vanilla flavored or mm-hmm. something. And he said, no, it's not really vanilla flavored because you'd get sick of the flavoring. So it, he said it's supposed to be a really neutral palate that you don't get sick of and you can 
switch to it and eat nothing else. Yeah, I can see so, that. Yeah. You agree that it's pretty neutral? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it tastes like it or smells like. I haven't tasted it yet. God, I don't even know how to describe that. I'm a terrible podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit in some uh, adjectives later. <laughs> All right. So you've, you've had this for a couple months now? Even uh, off and on? I mean, I, every once in a while I'll make a batch and then finish it. Oh. So I just tasted it. Yeah, and it kind of just tastes like nothing. <laughs> right? And the texture is kind of like chalky. Yep. It kind of sits on your teeth a little. Yep. And just kind of hangs out there like I need to brush my teeth immediately. <laughs> but it doesn't taste bad. No. I mean, there's nothing. Oh, one of the interviews was Stephen Colbert. And then one of the bits he did was he took out a huge bottle of Hershey's syrup and dumped it in there. <laughs> Which you, which the guy didn't seem to care. He's yeah. like, well, if you want that much more sugar in your diet, feel free. You don't need your body doesn't need it, and it'll turn it into fat. But yeah, do whatever you want if it makes you feel better. There's actually apparently I haven't really gotten into it yet, but there's a whole community of like different ways of preparing soylent and different recipes for adding it to things. And right here in the release notes, it has a other ways to enjoy soylent and. You know, it has a blend that talks about adding peanut butter or bananas or chocolate to it. Really? Right in there. Yeah. To give like it- in a blender, you just... Yep. Yeah. Man, that is wacky. Yeah, it does not have a flavor, no. really. My biggest impression of this is the way that it sits on my teeth. It's like seriously yeah. on my teeth. Yep. It kind of gets stuck in the back of your throat a little, too. I mean, it's just like a... Chalky, grainy feeling. <laughs> it's sandy. Kind yeah. Of. It's like <laughs> a slight sand grist to it. <laughs> huh. So have you tried a bunch of mixes? Have you tried bananas? Or? I'm, I'm a very vanilla guy. <laughs> only well, had... you're not even a vanilla guy. <laughs> <That's right? true. laughs> you don't add vanilla to it. <laughs> this does not taste like vanilla. I don't know. It's just like a liquid, just kind of there cardboard. Uh, whoops. Please hold. <laughs> How rude of me. On my, my own podcast, I failed to silence my devices. <laughs> hmm, wow. So the what are your food ethics? Um, do you have thoughts on food ethics? Like, are you, have you ever done veganism or vegetarianism? Or no. Nope. Is any of... Any of your Soylent motivations centered around the ethics of treating animals no. humanely or anything? Like most things, my primary motivator was laziness. <laughs> yeah. But eating eggs is lazy, right? I mean, yeah. I microwave three eggs in the morning, yeah. every morning, on my paleo diet. That's pretty damn lazy. Oh, yeah. Three eggs in a microwave, I'm done. That's my extent <laughs> of cooking, right? Yeah. I just got some already cooked chicken that you just microwave and you cut chicken breast. It's really nice. Already cooked chicken. I mean, it comes in a little bag, and it's five ounces of chicken breast, and you just put it into a microwavable container for 45 seconds, and... Oh, so it's like air-sealed. It's like a vacuum-packed, sealed kind of thing? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's how chicken would come on, like, Nutrisystem. Okay. Like, an ounce of chicken would exist in this packet that you, like, tear open, (laughs) like a camping kind of thing? Huh. 
Yeah, I'm trying to. So I'm trying to measure. I'm doing the math in my head about my diet, which is basically three eggs, a head of lettuce, some cheese, some salad, paleo friendly salad dressing that yeah. doesn't have any vegetable oils in it, and then at night some kind of meat thing. Versus you take this thing and you have to shake it, so it takes like thirty seconds, right? That's, that's a good point. <laughs> and I do have to microwave for like a minute forty-five seconds, but I can multitask that time. So I'm trying to do the math on how much total effort. But you have to do about. that for every meal. All I'd have to do is that in the morning and then pour. <clears throat> yeah, and then at noon, I've got to rip all that romaine lettuce up. Yeah, like I buy heads of romaine lettuce and I tear them. Oh man, doing? exhausting. <laughs> It's terrible. What is the cost of this thing versus? Because my diet is cheap as, as it's really cheap yeah. to eat how I eat. Sure. Um, until I, you know, go out and drink thirty dollars worth of tequila last night. But <laughs> in general, uh, my diet's cheap. How how uh, how much does this cost per day? So I don't have my <laughs> calculator with me, and I I didn't. Uh, I should have prepared that. But the two week supply of this is one hundred and thirty dollars. Oh my. Uh, two week, like, okay, so if I'm doing a 100% replacement mm-hmm. for two solid weeks, yep. it's 130, you said? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, math. Okay, so, <laughs> so that'd be 14 days. So that's about $10 a day. Yep. Less than $10 a day, like nine fifty or something. Yeah. Which is easily less than what I would normally spend. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as far as diet goes, I, I mean, obviously, I, it has the ingredients on it, and it shows you everything that it contains in it. When I'm looking, uh, when I'm conscious about what I'm eating, I'm always looking at how much protein, carbs, and fats are in it. Yeah. And so in a single meal of this, there is uh, 38 grams of protein, 85 grams of carbs, and 5 grams of fat. So, excuse me, the carbs are a little high. For this, I think. Do they? Because they don't tout it as a weight loss. No thing. No, it's supposed to be. I think the the end goal, if you look at the website and stuff, is like that. This is a a non perishable thing that they can deploy to the third world and end world hunger. I think that's like the the grand goal of it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I've done some um, meals a million type events. Uh-huh. And those things are, uh, they have huge stuff. They get, you know, 2,000 volunteers, and we all create packets to ship to Africa, uh-huh. right? And the ones that I've done are uh, packets of macaroni and then a cheese-slash-meat thing. And these ind- individual uh, food items, I assume, are just all coming from Cargill. Like, Cargill has a plant somewhere that's making the huge batches, right? Yeah. And then we're making meal size bags for families, right? So the, they need the 2,000 volunteers to make these million meals, and these events happen, you know, every year. The one I've been to is in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, huh, yeah, so this would be, well, you got to ship the oil, but that's fine. And you don't have to cook it at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the macaroni thing you'd have to cook. So you have a, hmm, interesting. I never thought about it as a world. I, I always thought it was computer nerds. <laughs> <laughs> lazy nerds like me who can't yeah, be bothered striving to be lazy that's that's why i'm getting it <laughs> but what but he said that part of it is world hunger i that part of the i think i read that somewhere i can't i can't remember oh, okay so i won't i won't put words in in his mouth but yeah I, I assume that that's where it came from yeah um but yeah i think 
you know, if you could get the cost down even more on this, then that's a couple of dollars a day for a full meal and that supposedly has everything that a human needs to be healthy. So, Right. Whereas the diet I'm on, the paleo slash primal diet, yep. tells me that macaroni, especially for fat guys, is a really bad idea. Like that's solid carbs and that's yeah. crap and that's it's not even food. the white carbs too. So it's... Yeah, it's the exact wrong kind of thing. Yeah. So I thought I was helping people in Africa and, and I was. I mean, I don't <laughs> – it's far better to have food than to not have food. But yeah. then like the diet I'm on says that macaroni and breads and things are not food. Like I can't eat any bread of any kind Any uh, is the idea. Yep. So, yeah, I'd be interested to see because – it's also called the uh, caveman diet, right? So yep. the idea is that I don't eat anything uh, post-agricultural. So after they invented agriculture where they started having grains, that that was wrong for our genetics and that that's why I'm a big fat guy is because I've been eating the wrong stuff. <laughs> right? So if I just eat fatty meats and vegetables and proteins and fats, that that's the right way to And I'm really happy with you know the effect that it's had. Um but yeah, I'd be interested to see what Mark Sisson is the, the kind of the Bible of my, the diet that I'm on. Mm-hmm. This guy named Mark Sisson. Uh, I'd be interested to see if he's written a blog post yet about Soylent. Yeah. Huh. Fascinating. So yeah, I, as far as food ethics goes, like I was vegetarian for six months mm-hmm. and being six, four, three fifty plus, you know, pounds, um, that had no effect. But cutting all, uh, animal product out of my diet had no effect at all on my weight. Like I was still way heavier than I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. When I switched to the paleo primal diet, my, I immediately lost like 45 pounds of body fat and I put that weight back on, but I think my body fat percentage is a lot sure. healthier and more muscle than it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I might be sense. kidding myself, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, that, that makes sense. I'm, I'm as heavy on the scale as I used to be. But it's, I think my body fat percentage is a lot lower. So I'd be interested in a six month experiment, like on this, in the name of laziness, I guess, or in the name of science. I would do it in the name of science. That sounds yep. better. Uh, what that would do to my body. I'm interested if I would put a bunch of fat back on or not, or, but it's got a ton of protein. I would think, and I don't think that the, so looking at the ingredients more, it does contain no soy. like two grams of sugar, which is low, a low sugar content. So that's good. Yep. Uh, two grams of sugar per meal, ten grams of dietary fiber, three hundred and sixty milligrams of sodium per meal. Yeah, um, my, my diet says sodiums. You do whatever you want; it's not important. Sure. the The thing that I might be most concerned about with this long term is <laughs> where the protein. Yeah, all that. <laughs> <laughs> what do we need teeth for if we're drinking everything through a straw? That's you drink true. it with a straw or how do you no. drink it? You just I drink it out of the thick. jug? I, I pour it into a, a smaller mixer usually and we'll mix it with that or I'll just pour it into a cup like we just did and, and drink it. Shake oh, yeah. up the, I'll shake it up but every time. Then you time. have to wash the cup. That's yeah. not lazy at all. Well, Why don't you chug it straight true. out of the thing that you made it in and then rinse it? I'm, I'm trying to save you time, Nick. I know. See, I like this though because I can measure. What's this? How much? This is a. You have to describe what you're touching. <laughs> Sorry, it's an audio podcast again. Yeah. Um, this is a cyclone cup, and it's. I mean, it's just a mixer. It's like a blender bottle with a little metal bowl that shakes around in there. Except this doesn't have a blender, a bottle, a bowl that mixer mixes around in there. It's got a cyclone thing at the top, and the thing is, it's supposedly better because it will stay stationary as the 
the liquid oops, passes through it as I'm shaking it. Oh, so this, <clears throat> so Nick just took the lid off this cup thing, and the lid has a big meshy kind of thing that protrudes down into the thing. So as you shake, it hits all those pieces of plastic. Yeah, the liquid will pass through that going back and forth. And it just Instead mixes more efficiently. The ball just moving up and down inside of the liquid and not not always doing everything. Oh, I see. Because you said this does separate if you let it yeah, sit it does for a separate. day. Not, I don't know about a day, but I've let it sit for a week, and it, <laughs> you definitely don't want to drink or smell that so does it so i'm, I'm holding holding the little uh, travel shampoo oil blend here um can you see three layers can you see water and then soylent and then oil when you, it separates uh you can definitely see two layers you might be able to see three. Oh yeah um yeah i <laughs> this oil blend is canola oil which is strictly forbidden on my diet really yeah I mean, olive oil is good you, yeah exactly olive olive oil is good uh, it definitely wasn't the McDonald's <laughs> I ate last night after the tequila, the beer and code event that you organized. Thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, olive oil is good. Canola oil is bad. And my diet is full of all these rules. It's yep. just a black and white kind of diet, which says, look, this is food. This is not food. Eat as much as you want of these things. You'll be fine, which yep. means I can't eat 80% of everything in the grocery store, right? Like 80% of the American diet is strictly forbidden on my diet is how it works. Okay. It's that fa- makes sense. It's fascinating. <laughs> no, it, it makes sense. And I, I would agree with a lot of that. Um, I still eat like wheat, wheat bread and things like that. Um, trying to cut out white carbs mostly. Mm. Um, and that'd be, that'd be the thing that I'd be concerned about with this is doing the research to see what, where the carbs are actually coming from. If they're, good carbs or bad carbs because there's in my research that i've done there's apparently a difference especially like i mean white carbs are bad obviously and so does the soylent do the soylent people encourage you to exercise is there like an exercise regimen attached to it at all no they don't mention it at all not that i've seen yeah that's probably good to stay out of that <laughs> that fight i'd stay out of it too <laughs> there's a million you know oh boy but the other thing i'd look at is where the protein is actually coming from if it's all soy-based protein, then that may not be as good as if it were coming from some kind of animal or whey or something. Did you um, say it's vegan? The I think stuff it is, is as of version 1.3, I want to say. <laughs> version 1.3. <laughs> so Nick and I are both computer programmers, so you know that this is you know, programmer-oriented when the owner's manual, the, uh, the release, release notes, it's, it's called the release notes, which is a programming term. And this is Soylent 1.3, which is very nerdy marketing that they're doing here. They, they obviously did not hire non-nerd marketing people. <laughs> so it's totally vegan. Like my, my vegan friends could try this as Don't, far as we know. Yes, but check the website first. No, no one will. I... No one listens to this. It's fine. <laughs> okay. You won't, you will not be outed. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because if, if I could not eat animals, I would not eat animals, right? Yeah. Like if they can, so like I've seen all these things about, uh, uh, protein in a, in a test tube. Like they're growing meats in labs and then they, they, they cook them. I mean, it's insanely expensive right now because they haven't figured out how to scale it up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they cook it and it tastes okay, is what people say. And I'm like, I'm totally for that. That's fine. If we don't have to kill animals to, to sustain ourselves, that's, that's fine. But, you know, here I am. I'm on like a high, quote, high fat, uh, high protein diet, which has a lot of animal mm-hmm. stuff in it. 
And I guess my, my ethic, I know you don't have, so I'm just going to spout my ethics on <laughs> animal stuff and you can wander out of the room. You just slap me when I get annoying. Um, we're beyond that. We're, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my, my thoughts are as long as we treat the animals well, which I don't know that we do, right? It could be, you can watch these movies scare the shit out of you about how yeah. we treat animals. It's, you know, horrendous. Um, if we treat animals well, humanely, and they leave, leave, leave their, sorry, they lead, they're free to lead their animal lives. So, you know, cows don't want to be, you know, in New York riding plays. They want to be in the field eating grass, right? So they're happy doing that. That's what they do naturally. Meat cows. I've heard dairy cattle experience all kinds of awful things their whole lives, and that's a whole thing, and I shouldn't eat dairy, and, you know. But my basic stance is if, the animals are treated ethically and they're not suffering and then they're killed quickly without suffering, then I have no ethical qualms about eating them. That's where I'm at. Um, so it could be that all the meat that I'm eating is not meeting that bar that I've just stated mm -hmm. and I shouldn't be eating it. I'm sure most of my vegetarian vegan friends would say that. Mm -hmm. um, but I also like not having an extra 40 pounds of fat on my body. <laughs> so by being on the diet that I'm on, I'm much happier with my body composition than I was years ago when I was vegetarian for six months. And before that, when I was on a quote, low fat diet for like 15 years. Yeah. I mean, I, I was stunned when I got on my current diet because I could not believe that as a 37 year old, I was learning new things about food for the first time in my life. I mean, it completely transformed. It was huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I switched to this diet, it was just mind blowing what a difference it made in, in my body. And I couldn't believe it. And yeah. that first month I dropped like 45 pounds of just pure carb fat. Sure. You know, and I was yeah. just blown away. That Be plus the protein helping you to build muscle as a sedentary in fat turn guy, like build or burns fat. Yeah. And if I itself. exercised, yeah. which they, my diet says is half of it. It's not really a diet. The thing that I'm on is a lifestyle and you're supposed to be exercising with kettlebells and stuff every day. Yeah. And I don't do that. You know, I binge exercise on the weekends is all, right? So I'm a bad paleo guy, a primal <laughs> guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, if, to, you know, to the extent that that, um, I don't know. Yeah, it would be nice if I could do it without eating animals. But then I, so <laughs> you're going to have to cut me off. <laughs> My the, the ethics, like, of life itself, like, what is the difference between like, if we could raise two million chickens and I only eat, like, free, I only eat cage-free eggs, right? Mm -hmm. So they're not confined. I have a big cage-free ethic that's a big thing in my head and I get upset about it. But anyway, I'm eating cage-free eggs and the chickens can run around and they can do normal chicken stuff. And they have, quote, access to the outdoors, end quote, which is actually this little door on the side that the chickens never go out of <laughs> because it's weird because they've never been out there because they've lived their whole lives in the barn with a million other chickens. Right. So it's, is it really like a natural lifestyle? No, not, you know, not at all. Yeah. Um, but if life is a good thing, right? If it's good overall, then we're raising hundreds of millions of chickens and they're happy to eat, right? Until we kill them. So isn't that a greater amount of happiness in the world? I'm a utilitarian. So my ethics come from this stance of, Hey, the more happiness there is in the world, the better off and chickens that are eating. Are happier, so that's better, right? So there's my there's my ethical <laughs> stance on your soylent that you didn't ask for <laughs> and don't want to engage in. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I, I like eating meat for sure. Uh, 
I don't want I don't want the meat to be tortured before it's yeah before I eat it. It tastes worse. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, like, you know, animals eat other animals. And right. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't. That's just my views. Well, my, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I think we've evolved on this planet millions of years of destroying each other as organisms. Oh, you sure. You know, and nature is ugly. Yeah. And there's a lot of self-delusion, I think, that goes into humans thinking that our brains have evolved to the point and now we don't. Now we know better, and now we're not going to eat. It's like, uh, <laughs> I think you're fooling yourself. I think you're overthinking. I'm up in my head all the time, and I think you're fooling yourself that this is not really uh, how the world works. So, yeah, I don't know. There's my ethics on food rant. <laughs> Congratulations. You've been subjected. All right, what else is on the agenda for this? I think that's Was that everything? Yeah. Here's the Soylent Green movie, the Wikipedia page. So we might have to play that uh, here at the co-working center just for fun. <clears throat> we know the big reveal. Sorry I ruined it. Uh, yeah. Talked about budgetary stuff. and hmm, I can't think of anything else. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks, Nick. Yeah, thank you. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs>